Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner with Matt and Janesh. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Lifelong Learner. Hello friends, we're blessed today. Blessed. Blessed, very with a, religious of it. Yeah, with, um, with a great friend and, um, well, with God, you're the intro person, sorry. <laughs> I can see you looking at me, I'm like, <laughs> what have I done? No, so we do have a guest in today. Uh, we have, Matt is right, uh, a really good, great friend, but I'll give you his, a bit of his rap sheet here. Um, this person today is a father of five, has built eight plus businesses that he's willing to tell us about, um, broke his neck 18 years ago, built over 60 houses, structures, buildings, um, and plays probably a big part in both Matt and I's world, probably the reason why we met Matt and I. Mm. Um, and so we have uh, Ryan Dowdy. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Super excited to be here. Mate, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Yeah. You look fantastic this morning. Thank you, mate. I've got my work clothes on, I'm ready to cut trees, yeah. build another pro- build another project <laughs> you today, are. actually. Yeah, we're, we're constructing a, a little office for the, uh, the the girls in the office. Yeah. We're super excited. So, so let's go back 10, 11 years ago. Mm. Like, we met by um, the mutual friend Mark. Mm. Mark introduced us. Mm. And then, um, and then Sam introduced Paul, and then Paul the following year introduced Matt. Is that the right course of events, or no? Yeah, no, I, I think so. I just, I do remember the main, I do remember Mark, you know, fundamentally, because that was, um, I knew I needed someone super awesome, super quick to help me with something I didn't understand well enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on that, when I, so we give it a little bit of context. So we bought this adventure park, 50 acre adventure park. And it was, it was super early on. I realized I needed an expert who'd been in this field, who understood it super well, that knew the type of um, guest that was going to come. Mm. And this guy, Mark was an expert in it. So one of our, you know, one of the strategies that's been really supportive over the years is go and quickly find an expert mm. and pay them, work with them and let them guide you until you've got enough skill. Mm. Stalk them if you need to. Stalk them. I <laughs> knock on their door. Literally knock on that guy's up. door. Tell us a story about finding, like in this in this instance, Mark, who's a good friend now. Yeah. Like finding that expert. Yeah. Well, I was running a um a health practice where we had I was leasing out all. We actually bought a fire station, converted into twelve rooms, leased all the twelve rooms out, and one of the uh, practitioners there was a chiropractor, and that chiropractor was. Mark's oh, sister. sister. So I was one day I was in work and I was just chatting away and I said, Oh, you know, bought this adventure park. And she goes, Oh, my brother's world class. He's been running, you know, that kind of work all over the world. Mm-hmm. You should meet with him. And, you know, I was like a dog with a bone. Great. You know, so <laughs> it felt like, and it might have been maybe not the very next day, but it would have been the next couple of days I was at his doorstep. Uh, yeah, with a, um, with a little DVD that I'd quickly filmed at the park, you know, and my my iPhone 2 or whatever it was <laughs> at the time and uh, it was the very, latest tent. very yes. average uh, and I turned up thinking that if I had a CD <laughs> uh, 
and I and I begged that he would let me into his front door, and it was literally like that. He, mm. it, for some reason, I don't know. I, I, I would have thought I would have called him to say I'm coming to your home, but it didn't feel like when he opened the door really that he wasn't very welcoming, and. I kind of was just stood there and he's a big guy looking down and I'm looking up at him and I've got these big guys going, man, I really need your help. He kind of like, come on in. His housemates running around in his boxer shorts and it was super awkward. And then all I, like, I'm really green, so I'm like, I didn't do a good intro. So I'm like, just put this in your CD player. Let's just watch, you know. This guy's thinking, seriously, that was a bit, was probably not great anyway, out of sympathy. Yeah. Really. He did say that afterwards, legitimately. He said, mate, I felt sorry for you. However you get the door open, I guess, right? Yeah, however you get it open. So, but there was, with the sympathy was a, a massive passion. So, mm. playing it fully, a little mm. more fully. He wasn't feeling a little sorry for me, but he's like, this guy is dead mm. set, pumped mm. about this. He wants to change lives. He's super passionate and... Or crazy. He's crazy and passionate, but yeah, he's like, sometimes you can't tell the difference. Crazy, yeah. 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 So, yeah, let me help. And and I was like, please help. And so quickly we created a, a bit of a structure that would work for him and uh, and and me. And we did it some interesting ways that I didn't have enough money then to pay him. So another way if anyone's working with an expert is sometimes you can find a structure that they might, they might get paid later. Mm. So in, in our case, it was a, um, if he helped me build and bring clients in, he was willing to wait a year to get paid and get paid for a number of years in a row after that kind of on like royalties or commission mm. once a client came in so he had a vested interest saying look I'm not getting as much money up front I didn't have enough money to give him but if I can get ongoing money and not be there in the future yeah. that could be helpful so and he bought into you in some capacity because he he's in. saying yeah I'm willing not to take the money now willing because I can see money. you making this work mm. Mm. Question on that before I flick it over to Matt. Where did you learn to go find an expert? Because a lot of people don't. A lot of people go, go. Nah, I can do it, and they'll kind of recreate, try to recreate the wheel and bang their head. And this <coughs> might be ego, maybe pride. But where did you go? You know what? I need to go find an expert. Because not many, not many people do that. I think now that's come um, out of reading and learning, and I think back then at. 28, so 42 now, so it was about 28, yeah, um, that came out of more out of, I just, I was in desperation, so mm-hmm. I was out of desperation back then to need an expert, but now I'd say that was the best thing ever, mm-hmm. so if I was giving advice to someone else, mate, quickly go and get, get going with someone that's already in your industry, who's already doing it, and doing it well, mm-hmm. and then meet with them, take them out for coffee, sometimes it's hard to do though, you know, people do say that, go and find an expert, go and take them out for coffee, mm-hmm. but you can't nail the coffee meeting, mm-hmm. or you can't nail mm-hmm. something, so it's coming at it in a way that's really going to give that person value in some way. Mm. You know, even through, you know, you, well, you know, well, business clubs. Mm. You know, there are a lot of experts in business clubs. So if you can't directly find someone, join a business club. Someone within that club now is that little community will find you, somebody in that field and swap information and share a lot of value there. And it is, um, I know you're kind of in this position now, but once you... Uh, when you see someone striving for their dream and you've been walked that path and there's this level of oh I want to help this person because someone helped me you see that quite a lot with um, successful people turning around and wanting to help others absolutely Mm. Um, I was just curious and uh, I'm going off script here but you were saying 
um, when you had the fire station, you had multiple rooms, and then you started to move towards this this new vision or this new dream of, of Del Hunty Park, which became the summit. Um, and there was just coincidentally someone in that room who could lead you to the expert. Mm. Talk me through over the, your journey of building, you know, eight businesses and. Um, how many how many times has this sort of happened where right place right time or or you know something has just kind of opened up seemed to a flow worked, worked yeah something outside of you because you're very driven and I, me- I remember young Ryan yeah he made everything happen yeah. um, this yeah. Ryan allows things to happen <laughs> as well so yeah. talk to me about it's two different yeah there's a seems to be like a a different space now yeah. Um, but this magic's still working through both. Yeah, it seems so to work curious. through both. Felt like I was more deliberate in the early days, definitely hungrier, mm. and um, and definitely created a more deliberate time to create um, through thinking and writing and journaling and visioning mm. in those early days. I think I learned that from Dad, you know, coming back to a question earlier on or before, even before this podcast, we talked about the personal development. Mm. That was the kickstart to why that would even work and why it isn't just magic or some wishful thinking. Personal development. Yeah, you know, from from those kind of 14 to 16-year-old, at my age at 14 to 16, I spent a lot of time with Dad. Mm. Um, we spent a lot of time in the car together and Dad was doing, he was doing Amway at the time, which is all personal yeah, growth, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got to kind of just listen to these great old traditional, you know, epic, um, epic mm. speakers just talk, you know, 101 personal development. You're a diamond. Yes, you're a diamond. <laughs> yeah, that's, I want to be a diamond. Yeah. Um, We're all diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a fantastic time to get really exposed and have a lot of dialogue with dad about what was happening and what yeah. was happening and through that led to what I thought was possible so listening to those and then so at 16 and then you know 17 so I think oh well I really could get my first house at 18 mm. you know listening to the, what these guys are sharing and talking yeah. about maybe this is possible for maybe me maybe it's possible well yeah. they're saying you know you can do anything mm. and if I think a certain way maybe that's possible mm. so that led to a lot of this work thinking and then journal writing and then creating vision boards yeah. and when I did that, more coincidence happened to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Things seemed to like people would come in and maybe I was making more phone calls, putting myself in the right situation, but it mm-hmm. also seemed like the universe had my back. Mm. Did you acknowledge that when you were younger or was that was there this, I'm making it, you know, it's me? Because now I know yeah. there's this huge acceptance that... It felt like it was, it did feel like it was more me mm. back then. But still, plenty of like, oh, how good is that? Look at the synchronicity. Yeah, synchronicity. How's the synchronicity? Someone's like just called today. Oh, I was thinking about, you know. Yeah. And maybe I'd been planting seeds all around that. Mm. But definitely, um, I drove harder back then. Mm. Things seem to happen easier now. Mm. But but it feels like I had to build that foundation first Mm. in order to you know reap some of the benefits yeah, yeah. yeah and it seems to be I love the seasons these days there's seasons of um, effort and energy we're mm. building another business with a business partner at the moment the property development business and it's mm. going really well growing really fast and I'm in a sort of a season of supporting and financing and guiding now mm. and the, my business partner's in the season of full on mm. you know he's up at 4.30 5 o'clock 
works through till big hours and it's he's doing the season of a lot of hands-on work mm. to ultimately lead to the season of less hands-on mm. but it, it's, it's required on yeah. some level and if I I if he wanted to be in the season I was in our business would break mm. and I can't, I couldn't do these days that what he That's would want to do mm. unless maybe I life was completely different I yeah. think I could transition back in but it doesn't make sense anymore so much for me it doesn't feel like anyway personally mm. I'm listening to that I don't really listen to that to go back on the tools in the same way I used to I feel like I've definitely summit I can make my core business now I can make more impact supporting mm. guiding and leading mm. I've really had to come to terms with that because that's been trickier to let go let go, the go, let go the but also let go and not feel like the old person with the model you've got to be first in last out mm. At, at, a, at some point for a period of time you do need to do that mm. get the credibility own that be known for that and then you can change I think without that you can't do it but once you've done that and everyone knows I was did the most hours here forever you know so it's yeah, not just about seasons no. I'm curious to go about seasons what was what was pivotal to go you know what I'm done with this season to move mm. um, some more questions on seasons getting off a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I've thrown my questions. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 we prep Ryan. Listeners, we prep Ryan with all like, yeah, we're going to be talking about A, B, and C. And, um, a, B, and, and I, C. And we, we said, oh, like, oh, well, we want to go on a tangent a little bit, but this is, this is the tangent. This is the tangent. Yeah, so what, what made you go? What was the... It feels like the seasons happen without, like, without clear borders. Yeah, just, yep. yeah. It more just feels like at some point you go, uh, I know, that my energy almost dictates it. It wasn't in the beginning here. I could do 18-hour days and not be tired. Mm. Mm. And I didn't, wasn't, didn't have to. Like, I didn't... It wasn't hard to wake up in the morning. Now, if you asked me to do that now, I'd set the alarm and I'd, I'd, I'd be like, fuck, really? Mm-hmm. I've got to get up at 4.30 now. Mm. And at 5, I'd be like, I kind of want to go home. I could do that for a few days, but I can't do that over and over anymore. Whereas I could do it over and over then. The season, it's almost my energy was dictating when a season was coming to an end, it was like, maybe it's time to now pivot more into getting some extra support. Uh, mm. You know, instead of doing so much, I need another person to help here now. Mm. And it gave me a little more um, balance mm-hmm. again. And maybe that also there's a period where you, if you, things, other areas in your life break too mm. much, it's also, you know, if, if you let everybody know, it's a, a big season too. That's another great one. Like, if you've got family, uh, make sure they understand that this period of growth is going to be for a season and not forever. Mm-hmm. So they can hang in there during the hard mm-hmm. times and that we're building something together for something else. So for when, this vision. For, for this, this vision season, for our family. For this yeah, you have a wife and children. You yeah. know, it, if you're away all the time and, and your wife and children can't see why they're hanging in there and she's at home um, supporting you... You know, or the other way, or around. The other way around. It can yeah. be both these days. Whoever's out, like they understand that this is to build something together for more ease later on. Yeah, they you need know, to see to, the yeah, light at the end of the tunnel really because there's struggle there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, why would they? Why, if it was just going to be forever? Mm. You know, if you were hanging in there doing 12, 13, 14 hour days mm. forever without the change. Mm. So it seems to just come to an end at some point when yeah. the energy shifts too much, it becomes too hard. Mm. I need to adjust. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a better way. Yeah, yeah. And do you think there is that to get something off the ground? There needs to be 
that driven season, like that wake up. Uh, you said it to us lots of times, and actually it's funny. We were um, oh, I was having dinner with friends and on the weekend, and they actually mentioned something you said. They said, "Oh, right." So I said that if you don't wake up thinking about it, you don't go to sleep thinking about it. If there's not at least one person doing that, he goes, "It's not going anywhere." It's not going anywhere. That is. An, an essential ingredient, like a must-have, and without it, I would, I'd consider whether you really want that business to work. Literally, and it's no effort. If you have to force yourself to think about it, mm. find time to think about it, find time to read books on it, but don't really want to, mm. uh, you're in the wrong industry, or you're in the wrong. It's not the thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, it's got to, it's got to come from it's the end. It's got to come from the intrinsic. Yeah, and there might be versions of the amount of time for different people and different, but it it's not an effort. It's mm. it's not an effort to think about it and want to see it grow. You just can't fucking wait mm. to see it come into a reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I would say the effort is in stop thinking about it, having periods. Yes. Of how do I That's switch this effort. off? Yeah, it's it's eight o'clock and you're like, I should be somewhere else. Like sometimes mm. and it, and sometimes it's found I should be eating dinner or I should be doing this thing or watch a movie maybe I should listen to this person because I've just hijacked this conversation and now yes. I'm talking about this again yes. Yes. I find that personally yes. like, <laughs> I've managed to change everything to shipwreck yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay how did we get here yeah. <laughs> yeah. very interesting I'm aware of, um, of time I'd like to do this, this all day um, but I, I know that you said and off the off the mic you were talking about building businesses and, and the relationships um can you give us maybe some of the wins and some of the struggles around that? Because mm. you, you just yeah. said relationships. So within business, yeah. I guess first, um, early days when you're really hungry, it's super easy to like hurt. People. Yeah, mm. I've done that, done that heaps of times over the years, mm. especially in the early. I think for the, it took me, I reckon, the first five, six, seven years almost building Summit mm. to finally understand that there is a better way of doing things that um, supported both growth and support the relationships. Yeah. And, but I couldn't see it back then. I don't know if I could have anyway. Mm. It's almost like Hard I side. had to go through the process. Um, so, you know, so focused on, you know, the challenge is so focused on making your dream happen that you want everyone else to work at the same pace. Mm. You want everyone else to run from point A to point B. You want everyone else to dig as fast as you'll dig. You want them to naturally want to stay back for an hour or two afterwards because you want to. Mm. Like, why wouldn't they want to dig the hole for three hours? You to dig it with me. Come on. Are they loving this? (laughs) Seriously, what are they thinking? And sometimes you need to go, well, maybe. But of course they don't. It's not their business. Yeah. And, and you know, there's a, yeah, there's a balance point there. And you lose people. You lose great people along the way. How long did, I'm going to voice the difference. How long did it take you to realize that? I think like seven years. No, no, but I could imagine that would be, that could be annoying and frustrating for you. Like, why aren't you doing that? Mm, oh, and so it's, it's not their, it's not their baby, right? So it took seven years to learn but that. At least seven years. <laughs> and still, when I lose consciousness, today I still figure. <laughs> but to be honest, <laughs> the other side of that is that's why you got me. I bought into that. Yes. I didn't buy into you, into the dream. I bought into you. I saw you shoveling with a fucking grin on your face, <laughs> and I thought, I want a bit of that. Fuck it, let's yeah. try this. Yeah. Um, so, I imagine you know you, you you've got to lead people. You've got to inspire them, and the only way you can inspire them is through you. 
Yes. But um, there's a balance the flip there. side is yeah. that you can burn some bridges. I guess. And both of you guys know that. You both run teams and people and mm. inspire and motivate. And it's frustrating at times when you have these mm. intentions or expectations, depending on what we want to call mm. them. But essentially, and people don't seem to play all in. Mm. And it is, seems to be the thing these days in any business mm. around culture and team is how do we find people Mm-hmm. to how do we find people that are either intrinsically motivated, work ethic and attitude, mm-hmm. and can we adjust and train that in? Mm-hmm. And how much, there seems to be a base of it that's just mm-hmm. natural, and then you can keep tweaking it. But it's a real skill, isn't it, to yeah. motivate and inspire people? Well, mediocre is entrenched, mm-hmm. like completely. You see it in, like we have a group of 20 people come to staff training, and they've learnt to be mediocre, yeah. to, to be small. And so you, I believe you can train it out but you need to inspire the fuck out of them and show them mm. what can be the result of that new way yes and for me it was you built this place so young 22 year old matt was like fuck 28 year old ryan there's some ingredients here that i can learn and part That's of it was shoveling that. fucking fast you know <laughs> but is that because you had though an instinct to want to build something so therefore you look to model somebody else who is building something is well, I think, why, isn't is it, it just a... Isn't it interesting that I never wanted to build a business, but I, I was great at building relationships and build, and I'm now realizing that that leads you to business mm-hmm. because all successful businesses are built out of relationships. So I just loved the relationships. I loved building myself, my own integrity, my own values. But once you get to a point where you're starting to master that, mm-hmm. then what comes next? Well, now I want to build something that requires many moving parts you know yeah so on that I got one question again completely off script as well but your when you said that and then Matt said look it attracted people it attracted people in on that why do you think now and I think a lot of listeners would well a lot of listeners that either have teams or hire people will know this will, will feel it how is it different now in like say this generation coming or even this generation just People now, mm. like then it seemed like it wasn't hard mm. to find people um, that um, that are on the bus, right? So those are red energy bus football things and things like they're on the bus, mm. right? Here it's like people are kind of on the bus, but you know what? When it comes to my stop, I'm going to get off, mm. right? Um, that that would do all of that. That would like, mm. um, and it's, it's something that we've as organisations come to terms with. It's like it just the way it is, and it's okay. You can't ask, right? Is it a generational? Yeah. What's mm. What's your take on that? And you've got you've got five kids ranging mm. from how old's Liv? Maybe seventeen. Juliet's ten. Yeah. There's three boys in the right. Room. So uh, you're seeing like a younger generation coming up as well. Yeah. Um, and here yeah, you're seeing uh, some of our new, new team members, right? So what's your mm. take on it? Do you? And we were saying that on the way here, we were saying. Like building things to last, right? Is that is mm. that gone? Is that fleeting? Mm. Uh, is it the unicorn now? Mm. I, from what I can see, is that this generation of young people is uh, so the generation of young people is particularly scattered mentally through technology mm. and so they keep getting so many short bursts these days of ideas inspiration instagram snapchat netflix and they're getting so many small chunks whereas 
you know, when we were younger, you'd read a whole book mm. and you had a whole idea and you kind of immersed in a particular idea. Now there's information overload. So I have a thousand ideas to consider and a thousand books to choose from. You and everywhere. I just go everywhere and my energy doesn't come in onto mm. one particular area anymore. I think that's such a good point. And I think there's that's a big one on why where our, the minds mm. are scattered. They're, they're kind of a... Like a sieve. Yeah. As opposed to a laser beam. And that, that makes sense. Because when you look at technology and you look at all the things that are vying for their attention, when we were at 80s, 70s, go back further, you had so much space and time. Yeah. Um, and that's where creativity comes from. That's where inspiration comes from, from mind and then no mind. So absolutely, that makes sense. The kids now, not, not due to their own fault. It's not their own it's, fault They've been conditioned by a society that is vying for their attention. Now they don't know how to focus it. So it's trying to give them now that, you know, the solution-wise, yes. how do we give it back to them in chunks? How do we mm. motivate young people and their teens particularly to have, yeah, maybe more more potent chunks of information mm. in a direction they mm. want to lead? Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. I mean, school of life, that's mm. what we did. That's what we did. We created classroom that had two-hour windows. Yes. So you're not going from 45 minute, 45 minute, 45 minute. Like, that's not how people think in the real world. If you're passionate and inspired, you'll think for a whole day on that topic. Yes. So I think there's um, there's definitely something in that, for sure. Um, Mate, you want to lead us into a quiet and we'll to Ryan. Like, what do you want to leave our listeners with? Mm. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I just find you super inspiring. Um, you're obviously a great mate, but very, very inspiring when it comes to chasing your dreams. And so I wanted to put this quote down. Um to hopefully inspire some of our listeners, we've all got dreams, whether we're um, willing to admit it. And sometimes, maybe the first step is uncovering your dream. It's been covered up and layered by bullshit, limiting beliefs and other people's stories. Um, maybe you do know what you want to do and you just need the courage to push through. So um, hopefully this this is inspiring and yeah, definitely motivated by, by you, mate. So if you don't build your dream, someone will hire you to help you build theirs. Mm. it's so true actually Mm. absolutely and that's fine isn't it I think that there's a point here that mediocre is fine if you want to do mediocre and I don't say this in a a, you know um, in a way to to hurt you just got to decide the life you want to live and if that is extraordinary then you got to be willing to put in the extra you got to be willing to find the expert you got to be willing to do what's hard and that might be fucking that first season means Mm you don't sleep so much yeah but it's but it's not hard when you're super motivated and if you are you know building someone else's dream just make sure it aligns with your dream though mm. you know what i mean that's what i find these days is you find people to come onto your bus mm. and if they're passionate it's in alignment and you also give them space and energy to build some of their own mm. dreams along the way you've got this beautiful synergy happening and so it's not a, a cop out to work for someone else if it's moving you in the direction you want to go if you're learning the skills yeah, you're absolutely. learning the relationships you're learning from... it's just it's moving you in the direction you want to go and at some point you do we do work for someone else I think that's just such a defining point brain, work actually. for someone that helps you learn the skills mm. earn the belief to then chase your own it's easy in the beginning to do it with team mm. yeah we're about to go into the second yeah, podcast with Rhino. But Matt, uh, we need to put a video on us. Matt's like, hey, wrap it up. And then I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm like, Matt, you're going on a tangent again. Mate, we're connecting. Um, this is this mad connection. I know, I know. Part two, part mm. two. Um, yeah, right, right, any, um, what's your lasting thoughts, 
Words for our listeners. So, my the parting quote would be, and I said it earlier, was don't let growth get in the way of relationships. And I think that is very inspiring. Actually, it doesn't sound super inspiring when we're talking about growth. But if you grow in a way that destroys relationships, destroys family, mm. you won't have anything in the end mm. to make it all worthwhile, which makes it very inspiring to move your relationship, move the growth in alignment with the relationships. Mm. So that is something awesome to share. Yeah. So that's really, really important. Mate, yeah. thank awesome. you so much. Mate, thank you for joining us this oh, morning. Thanks for having me spontaneously. Yeah, yeah really yeah, exciting. Uh, Mate, yeah, early morning this morning. Yes. It's cold. And, um, <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Um, yeah, you're a big part of Matt and I's world uh, for a long time. You brought us together. You brought us back into a room hours before a flight to say, <laughs> hey, we're all living in different countries. Like, what's it going to take to bring you guys back? And I'm like, Mate, I'm about to catch a plane back to America <laughs> in like four hours. Um, that to yeah, lots of adventures. Lots so, of adventures yeah. to find a way and yeah. I'm you know, just a, I'm super grateful in so many ways for both of your friendship, support, mm. guidance over all the years, you know, for your listeners like these guys are running this place and supporting this team in ways that is just world class mm. on so many levels. And um, I'm just super grateful. So thanks for having me and thanks for everything. Yeah, thank right. you, thank mate. You. Thank yeah. you. Group hug. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you liked our episode and what you heard, please leave us a review on uh, the platform that you've been listening on. And to find out more about us, please tune in to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com and you can find out some updates about what's happening and get updates on as episodes drop. Thanks again.